0: Welcome to Living Water Radio. Have you ever been to the National Cemetery at Riverside, or the one in West L.A., or in Arlington, Virginia? Row upon row, acre upon acre, of the graves of those who gave what Abraham Lincoln called the last full measure of devotion in the service of our country. It's unforgettable. Today we're going to reflect on what that means. My name is Pastor David Burkettall. My wife, Rev. Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a United Church of Christ slash Christian Church Disciples of Christ ordained minister focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California and in San Dimas, California for over 40 years. Today maintaining our yard is my gym and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the more than 100 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Between the two of us, we have over 80 years of ordained ministry experience. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, Number Zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. Today is Memorial Day in our nation's calendar. It is the unofficial beginning of summer, a three-day weekend, a time to fly the flag and fire up the barbecue for many. I hope that we all will take a moment to also think about the day's meaning and pray with gratitude for those who have died in our country's wars. It is also noteworthy that our country's wars have primarily been in defense of other countries. We are not only grateful for the preservation of our country and of our freedoms, but for the freedoms our wars have won and kept for other countries. General Colin Powell once said, far from being the great Satan, I would say that we are the great protector. We have sent men and women from the armed forces of the United States to other parts of the world throughout the past century to put down oppression. We defeated fascism. We defeated communism. We saved Europe in World War I and World War II. We were willing to do it, glad to do it. We went to Korea. We went to Vietnam, all in the interest of preserving the rights of people. And when all those conflicts were over, what did we do? Did we stay and conquer? Did we say, okay, we defeated Germany. Now Germany belongs to us. We defeated Japan, so Japan belongs to us. No. What did we do? We built them up. We gave them democratic systems which they have embraced totally to their soul. And did we ask for any land? No. The only land we ever asked for was enough land to bury our dead and that is the kind of nation we are. Midway, 307 dead. Quezon, 274 dead. Normandy, 4,414 dead. Chosen Reservoir, 3,000 dead. The Bulge, 19,000 dead. Okinawa, 20,195 dead. Guadalcanal, 7,100 dead. Fallujah one and two, 122 dead. I remember my friend, Dennis Belanger, who joined the army right out of high school and fought in Vietnam and died a PFC there. I remember passing by his open casket, my age, looking like a man, dead. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, remembers Richard Chor- Shorelands from her high school an Air Force Academy graduate a captain who likewise died in Vietnam. We both remember Staff Sergeant Sergeant Nathan Thompson, a member of the church I served in San Dimas who served two tours of duty in Iraq, became an army recruiter in Pomona and died while on active duty. My grandfather on my mother's side was one of six brothers to serve at the same time during World War I. They all survived. My grandfather on my father's side served in the cavalry. He told us he was a pilot in the cavalry. They told him to pilot over here, and then they told him to pilot over there. My father served in the Army. He went ashore at Normandy. He received a bronze star and a purple heart and almost never talked about it. War changes people, men as well as women. All Marines are first taught to be infantry. I served after that training in the Marine Corps in non-combat positions in the States as the war in Vietnam was concluding. Today, in addition to the risks and wounds of war, we talk of moral injury, the wounds that cannot be seen but are just as real as any loss to the body. Sacrifices have been made, and today we honor and give thanks for those who have made them. There are so many people you know and we know and so many, many others who we don't know. Each one of them was a brother, a sister, a spouse, a mother, a father, a friend, and we are grateful for their sacrifice and what it means for our country and for the world. Jesus said in John fifteen thirteen through 15, No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. Paul expands on that in his letter to the Romans in Romans 5 6 through 10. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Jesus died for the ungodly. Indeed, rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person someone might actually dare to die. But God proves his love for us in that while we still were sinners, Christ died for us. Much more surely, then, now that we have been justified by His blood, will we be saved through Him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies we were reconciled to God through the death of His Son, much more surely, having been reconciled, will we be saved by His life. And it all comes together in the familiar, most memorized verse in the Bible, John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. There is no passport required when you go to worship God. God died for everyone, including our enemies. Christians have sought to serve the work of God in the world for thousands of years, and we have listened to this from Matthew twenty-two fifteen 15 through 22. Then the Pharisees went and plotted to entrap him in what he said. So they sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are sincere and teach the way of God in accordance with truth and show deference to no one, for you do not regard people with partiality. Tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why are you putting me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin used for the tax. And they brought him a denarius. Then he said to them, Whose head is this, and whose title? They answered, The emperor's. Then he said to them, Give therefore to the emperor the things that are the emperor's, and to God the things that are God's. When they heard this, they were amazed, and they left him and went away. Lutherans believe in Martin Luther's two-kingdom theology that God works both through the kingdom of God in the church and in the kingdom of this world through good government. So, whether in the church or in the world, we are formed and guided by God. Today we remember those who have died in our nation's wars to make this world a better place. And we thank God for the gift of Jesus Christ, fully God and fully human being, whose death on the cross made this world and our eternity a better place. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that everyone who believes in Him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Today, let's remember to pray with thanksgiving for all who have died in our nation's wars, in service to our country, and for the world's countries. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at therevsdavidandsally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at David and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. When you have a church, go to or tune in to the worship services they have currently available and support the church financially so that it will be there when we come back to fully physically present worship together. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Google a local or national hotline. Reach out. You are not alone. Wear a mask when you're outside your home, practice social distancing, wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Stay home unless you are providing essential services or need them. Avoid crowds and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio.